Baldur's Gate 3 is coming to Xbox in 2023 and they have dropped the feature parity requirement between the Xbox Series S and the X. This means that it will not have split screen on the Series S and this is not the way that I expected the game to land on Xbox. In my previous coverage, I predicted that they would really want the game to land in 2023 and they would simply drop split screen thinking that November or December would be a great time for that given that the game will be hot around the game awards with nominations and the likely game of the year win for Baldur's Gate 3. There is also basically an interview that happened during Gamescom just 24 hours after Phil Spencer said they would not be dropping parody. The CEO of Larian took to Twitter and said that they had reached an agreement that the game would be launching in 2023 without split screen on the Series S. Now there's a lot to come over here because I do feel like in a very short amount of time Xbox had to walk something back that many of us have been speculating about and talking about and I'm going to put all of the good information right here at the beginning of the video so you don't have to go looking for it. It's sort of an opening monologue and then I discuss the topic with the live stream. Make sure you hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my content. So Baldur's Gate 3 is officially coming to Xbox in 2023, but without split screen on the Series S. Yes, you heard that right. Just one day after Phil Spencer said they would not be dropping parody, the CEO of Larian announced that they would be. There is a lot to discuss and consider. First, I want to look at the interview with Phil Spencer and Destin from IGN. I firmly believe that the way he handled the questions and the way Xbox has handled the situation is why this happened. I found Phil's framing and discussion to be both dishonest and unprofessional. This is probably the most critical of him that I will ever be and have been up to this point. I've always liked Phil Spencer, but his framing during the Destin interview I found to be not at all accurate and unprofessional toward Larian, and that's why 24 hours later we got the decision that we did. Second, I want to look at what Larian said and what happened. This very much felt like a reaction to the interview and this sort of ongoing narrative that was passively making it seem like the lack of split screen on the Series S was somehow Larian's fault. This was something that I was continually frustrated by. So this isn't just a celebration for Xbox gamers getting arguably the best game of the year in 2023. This This is a win for Larian after all the nonsense that has been thrown their way about this from lots of ignorant armchair developers. Lastly, I want to ask the question, what does this mean long term and short term? What do first party developers under Xbox think about this development? What about third party developers who have been expressing frustrations with the Series S? What about consumers? What about people who own a Series S? What about people who own a Series X? So first... Let's just look at what Phil said. I think this is vital to the discussion. First and foremost, I found Phil's answers to questions about this to be completely unprofessional and from where I sit, dishonest. The passive buck passing was completely inexcusable given the reality of the situation. Zero ownership about the Series S and absolutely no accountability from Microsoft's own decisions. Just this posture of a willingness to help and passively asserting that it's like a problem with devs that they need Xbox's help. It's totally, I think, fine that Xbox wanted to offer a more economical and affordable console, but own that fact. Own that this was your choice to do that and that it requires extra work for games to come to the Series S. So in an interview with IGN, Destin was asking Phil a question about the situation with Baldur's Gate 3. Destin said, 
The Baldur's Gate 3 team brought up some issues with Xbox Series S and split screen and getting it to work properly. I know the Forza team announced that it won't launch with split screen. Is there some future where you allow developers to just launch on the Series X versus the S? Because the parity clause right now, and I'm curious, will that ever be loosened up a bit? So there's two questions happening here. Number one, Destin's like, are you going to let anybody skip the Series S? But he's also asking, are you going to loosen up on parity? And this is what Phil had to say. He says, I want to decouple these issues a little bit. The decision to do split screen or not is a creative decision, a dev decision. So if we think about Forza, it has nothing to do with any kind of hardware thing on S and X. It's just where they wanted to focus their time. We obviously see the date, the data in terms of how many people play local co-op for games, but there's also they're just going to go where play is in terms of where we're going to focus our devs resources now did you catch that he's saying that this was a creative decision split screen whether or not you do split screen is a creative decision it's not a hardware thing there's no hardware issue here so i guess halo infinite dropped split screen for creative decisions and baldur's gate 3 chose to do it creatively but it's not working on the s that's not that's not a hardware thing right it was just a creative decision from larian to do split screen it's not your fault it's the dev's choice referencing forza as if well forza was choosing to work on other things that's why you're not getting split screen at launch this also makes it sound like the situation with Baldur's gate 3 was larian's decision to make i had to rewind the interview and re-watch it to make sure i didn't miss here but I find this framing an answer to be demonstrably dishonest and unprofessional. It absolutely is a hardware issue with split screen, not working on the Series S for Baldur's Gate 3. To insinuate otherwise is undercutting interviews and tweets from Larian as they have had to run PR for your hardware for the last few months. Phil basically made Larian look like liars as they fielded questions and have done interviews about something that is not their fault or their responsibility. But no, he wasn't done. He kept going. After saying that the two platforms have differences, he said, Where teams are going to choose to focus their time and their effort is up to them. We're here to support them and what they want to do. We want to make sure that games, when they are launching on competitive platforms, are also launching on Xbox. So we're going to learn from this experience as well, because we didn't love that. But I don't think it's something that's like a fatal flaw in the system. It's partners prioritizing their time and us listening and being a good partner to them. And you see some amazing games doing great work across S and X. Diablo looks great. Starfield looks great. Forza looks great across both. Here again, if I'm Larry in studios watching this interview, I'm steaming mad. We've been out here doing interviews and taking the heat for your bottlenecked console, and you're doing an interview posturing as if this was just something we could have prioritized differently with how we managed our time, and then reference games that are doing great on both of the co- on both of the consoles, right? Again, insinuating this isn't a problem with the hardware, it's a problem with Larian and Baldur's Gate 3. Now, Phil's not done defending the Series S, and he says something that is, in my estimation, simply not true. And we have somebody actually at Gamescom, from the gaming press, speaking with developers to counter Phil's claim. Destin said that the conversation about the Series S had been brewing, so he wanted to ask about it. Phil said the following... 
It's a fair question. I will say that I think some of the discussion in the community has maybe not come from us or the devs. It's been more the community building. This happened, that happened, so it must be this. I think we can do more to add clarity in where we are, and I look forward to doing that. So Phil makes it very clear that he hasn't really met with Larian, okay? He's talking about like, hey, we're going to meet with Larian. He says that after this little section. But in this specific section, he's basically saying this conversation about the S, well, it's not coming from us. It's not coming from the developers, okay? We'll, we'll have some, some information from the gaming press in a moment about what developers are saying about the Series S. So I, again, I think we can demonstrate what he's saying is just simply not true. But Phil makes it very clear in this interview, he has not yet met with Larian. He says the following, They're an important partner. I'm meeting with them here at Gamescom. We have resources that helped in terms of making sure, I think they said end of this year, I think that's their words. So as far as Phil is concerned in this interview, Xbox helped bring the game to to Xbox, like they're Xbox engineers, but he hasn't met with Larian yet. And the following day, Larian CEO explains what the result of the meeting was when they did finally meet. Now, before I move on to that, I want to contest the idea that the Series S narrative isn't coming from developers, but from the community. I find that to be absolutely humorous, given how many devs have weighed in on this. Let's look at what somebody from the gaming press has to say about what devs are saying off the record. Alex Donaldson, an assistant editor for VG247, said the following on his Twitter. Here's a nice little thread. He said, the absolute most common thing this Gamescom has been, devs, off the record, absolutely slating the Series S. It's a great value little machine, but developers despise it, man. Now, according to Phil Spencer, the situation with the Series S and split screen and bottleneck or whatever you want to call it, well, that's not coming from devs, but from the community. I'm sure, just like every single time anybody from the gaming press or the development world has spoken about the Series S, this will be dismissed as well. Alex Donaldson will be called a pony, and he's just hating on Xbox. I think Phil is also forgetting about id Software Engineers in September of 2020. Well, maybe because Xbox and Microsoft had them delete those tweets about the Series S. But... To dismiss what this member of the gaming press is saying as anti-Xbox hate, or that it's somehow some sort of a Sony pony move, that's just ludicrous. It's clear he's tuned into the situation. Look at how he follows up his tweet. He says, Xbox needs to think hard and fast about the policies around making sure stuff runs on both machines, whatever they are, and consider the possibility of Series X exclusive features or even games. I fear the alternative is Sony hoovering up more de facto exclusives when given the choice between dealing with the S or skipping Xbox entirely, more devs choose the latter. You can force the issue if you have the market share to be unskippable, but Xbox is not and does not. Now, I've been saying this for years. Exactly one year ago, I said that third-party developers would try to skip the Series S. And what's worse than that, they can't skip the S. So maybe they'll just skip Xbox. This member of the gaming press is telling us that's what people are doing. They're actively skipping Xbox because of the Series S. Well, Special Nick from Xbox Era decided to weigh in, and, well, his response is special. To me, it's obvious his conversation's not about cross-gen games, but he had the following to say. So it's not the PS4 and Xbox One they still seem to be developing for? The ones with 2012 netbook CPUs? It's the Series S? 
does anybody think that that's the issue here? Is any is anybody thinking that developers right now are talking about not liking the Series S, moving away from the Series S because they're trying to make cross-gen games? Do you really think that's the issue? With going forward, we're three years into this life cycle of these consoles, and that's the real issue, is, is making games for the old boxes, right? The discussion around the Series S and games like, I don't know, Baldur's Gate 3. What's the other one right now coming out that's missing features? Oh, that's right. Forza Motorsport. Those are not cross-gen games. Those are next-gen only games. Meaning, if you're thinking about what the Series S poses a problem to, it's not old cross-gen games that are already out. It's games that are trying to do more. That's been the concern since the beginning, and pro Xbox outlets and YouTubers continue to obfuscate that. Alex, I thought, was good to clarify in a response to someone who had some critical thinking skills. The person said... I guarantee you that what the original tweet is talking about aren't making cross-gen games. And Alex simply replies, One thing that's new at GameCon GameCon this year is a lot less people making cross-gen stuff. That can't go on forever. If you're making a pure new-gen experience, though, the bottleneck is obviously the S, and quite a few, by no means all, are expressing frustration. This has been a consistent prediction on this channel and in my content, that the shadow of the Series S looms large into the future for this generation of games on Xbox. If they're wanting to push the limits of graphics and features, the Series S is just going to cross its arms and say, no, you can't do that, right? 8 gig of usable memory is a joke if you think about games being developed right now that are going to land in 4 and 5 years. So, what happened? This wonderful interview with Phil Spencer where he says, we're not loosening up on parity. It's not a hardware issue, okay? He's giving assurances that's not the problem. Well, Sven Vinke, the founder and CEO of Larian Studios, I don't think he took too kindly to what Phil said. After months of having to face criticism and scrutiny over something that isn't their fault, Larian said, enough is enough. All right, here's what was announced. Super happy to confirm that after meeting with Phil Spencer yesterday, we found a solution that allows us to bring Baldur's Gate 3 to Xbox players this year still, something we've been working towards for quite some time. Well, what's the solution? Well, let's read the second tweet. All improvements will be there with split-screen co-op on Series X. Series S will not feature split-screen co-op, but will also include cross-save progression between Steam and the Xbox Series. So, the fact of the matter is simple. Larian had leverage. You're the smallest platform, Xbox. You got the least amount of sales on every multi-plat game that launches. And we're sick of trying to fix this. Passively blaming for us while you shelter your Series S from criticisms, well, that's the final straw, alright? We're we're done playing games here. Even your engineers from Xbox couldn't figure this out in a timely manner. Take the game as is, no split screen on Series S, or how about you get nothing? In just a matter of 24 hours, we went from split screen, oh, it's a creative decision, and it's not a hardware problem, we're not going to loosen up on parity to this announcement. If this isn't a flex from Larian Studios, I don't know what is. If this isn't proof that Microsoft just bent the knee to a game that they really wanted to get in 2023, then I don't know what is. And I say, good for Larian. This is good for gamers on Xbox who want the game in 2023, but also it's good for Larian. Walking in the room after being passively blamed for the situation and basically telling Phil Spencer, say my name. That's exactly the win that they deserve. Their game is 
is crushing it, and publicly dealing with this for the last few months makes this announcement very sweet. Had Phil just answered the question about parody with some ownership and accountability, this might have gone differently. Hey, listen. We wanted to have a low entrance cost console to get more gamers in this generation, and that comes at a cost and requires more work, and we're prepared to help Larry and make this happen. But instead, he chose a different route. He chose to passively make it sound like it's not a hardware issue, it's a developer issue. And guess what? Conceding on parity is confirming that it's a hardware issue. Now, many see this as the floodgates coming wide open, and that's the last section. What does this mean, right? The first thing I thought of when considering the long-term effects of this announcement was, what about first-party studios and first-party games? As far as I'm concerned, saying the Series S isn't a problem and, well, this isn't really a hardware issue, that has been publicly falsified. Devs claiming, both publicly and privately, that the Series S is a problem. Stop hand-waving and obfuscating and admit the truth. But this announcement from Baldur's Gate 3, I think... As a first-party studio, you gotta look at this a certain way. Maybe you've been cutting features. Maybe you've been having to say, like, hey, we can't do those things because of feature parity between the Series S and the X. The X can do it. The S can't do it. This is generally how it works in gaming, right? A weaker PC can't do everything that the stronger PC can. You've got a little brother console in the mix, and a first-party studio has probably pretty regularly had to cut features or figure out ways to tone things down to get certain things to work. Watching a third-party developer get special treatment is probably making first-party studios feel a certain kind of way. And sure, Baldur's Gate 3 and Larian have leverage, given how tall they're standing right now in the industry, but imagine the frustration or the morale of delaying your game, launching your game without features, or scrapping features altogether. Halo Infinite went through this. Forza Motorsport just had to announce that they're going through this. Will Phil start getting emails and calls from his first-party studios saying, hey, this would really help us if we dropped parity. Then you have to consider what third-party developers are thinking. Hey, we'd love to come over there to your platform, but there's no way we're going to get their game, this game, to run on the Series S. Like, I don't know, what about Final Fantasy 16? That game is a beast, even for the PS5, and it was specifically built for it. But the real issue here is Series X and Series S owners. Whether the third-party developers or the first-party developers look at this differently and maybe make pushes and moves to Microsoft like loosening up on parity for everybody, what about the consumers that bought these boxes? Bringing games to the Xbox platform and only launching on the Series X wouldn't be economically viable. Many people have suggested that. There's not enough Series Xs in circulation to warrant the cost of that size of a project to then only sell to like the smaller portion of those who own Xbox consoles. And if you come to the platform the way that Baldur's Gate 3 is, split screen might not be the only sour note in your announcement. You also might not be a highly coveted game of the year front runner. So most of the Xbox consumer base would look at your game and say, wait, I, I have to pay full price for less of a game, right? Did you ever notice that the difference between the PS4 versions and PS5 versions, the difference in price was because you got more features? Well, Series S owners might start thinking that, hey, we're getting less features. Why, why do we have to pay full price? That doesn't make any sense. I paid less money for the box, and now shouldn't I then pay less money for the games if they're coming with less things? 
Yes, the current solution, I think this is good for Xbox owners on both the X and the S, and they just wanted to play Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, this is a great solution. It's why I thought they were just going to drop split screen altogether. The fact that that's not how this went down, I think, is another piece of evidence that Larian called the shots here. It's far more damaging to Xbox to drop parity than to just drop the feature and then promise it later, right? They could have referenced Forza and said, you know what? We think it's better to just bring the game in 2023 and then we'll work on split screen and bring it to you later. I think that would have looked better for Xbox from an optic standpoint. That's honestly, I think, the last two big questions. What do Series X owners think about this or feel about this? What do Series S owners think about this and feel about this? Are are we going to see a steady flow of games coming to Xbox with less stuff? for Series S owners? Did this situation just confirm to all of us who own a Series X that the Series S has been a problem and a burden that we have shared for the last three years? None of us knew that's what we were buying into when we bought the Series X. Is is that why we're not getting games on time? Is that why games are launching missing features? This makes every first-party game that's coming next year questionable. What what features are we not getting because of the Series S? What things were cut or, or not utilized on the Series X? And the biggest question of all, has the official policy been changed? And what does that mean for Series S owners and the marketing that promised that the only difference would be resolution? Steven Totillo pointed this out on Twitter, The official Xbox document says, he says here in his tweet, in Microsoft's official Xbox requirements documentation, it says, quote, to maintain consistency across console generations, games must ensure that identical game modes are offered across console types within this generation. Split screen isn't a mode or the policy has changed. Now, Jez Corden replied with the word changed but he's been on other tweets saying he doesn't think that they're just outright throwing the policy out the window but that they're going to make exceptions on like a case-by-case basis or something if this is in fact true series s owners have a right to complain okay that means they bought the xbox series s under false pretense and that's a big deal anybody who bought a series s thinking i'm getting the same games that they get on the series x Once that starts to not happen, they have every right to complain and claim that they did not get what they were promised. No matter how you shake this, Microsoft just admitted what many of us have known all along, and Baldur's Gate 3 shined a giant light on it. The Series S is a self-made Trojan horse, and this time, I'm not even enjoying saying this, but I told you so. So let me give you my thoughts and my conclusion The continued revisionist history, hand-waving, and obfuscating about this situation is not surprising. It's just honestly sad. Rather than holding a company accountable for its decision and its communication and its marketing, would-be mouthpieces are already turning this into just a total victory, not seeing the underlying concession and admission that this decision represents. All those claims about the Series S not being a problem just got Thanos snapped out of existence. What's your new narrative going to be? Oh, ah, yes, Microsoft's doing right by the consumer, the consumers that they lied to. Of course, because 
they can do nothing wrong. The second thing, I'm happy that this situation is at least resolving itself in a direction that helps the two groups of people who matter the most, gamers and Larian Studios. Xbox made their bed, so the bad PR and the optics on this are all deserved and self-inflicted. And to the content creators and community members who spent a better part of the last few years attacking folks like myself, I hope more and more people see you for what you are. This is another great moment for you. Wear it proudly, the same way you wore the Redfall launch and the lies you told about that game. Wear it as proudly as those badges that you wore just a few months ago. My conclusion is this. Microsoft just sent a loud and clear message to everyone. Series S owners just learned the reality of how untrue all the marketing really was. Series X owners have now this dimly lit view into just how much they've been missing out on. And first party studios just learned that their struggles with parody may have all been in vain, and third-party studios learned a similar lesson. The floodgates on feature parity just open. The question is, will Xbox try to close them, or will this trickle turn into a tsunami, leaving the Series S and its customers in its wake? And that's the show open. Thank you so much for being here this morning. This was obviously having to take precedence over what I wanted to do this morning, which was play Armored Core 6 and then do the Reforge recap with 30 and so gaming. But we have been covering this situation for quite a while, and I decided it was time to get out Lucille and swing it pretty hard at, you know, basically everybody who has continued to be dishonest and misleading about this situation, right? And so I'm happy for Larian. I am happy for Xbox consumers that are going to get to play this game. It is not the consumer's fault. It's never been the consumer's fault. It's never been Larian's fault. This all falls squarely on Xbox. They are the ones that people should be taking an issue with. They are the ones that people should be putting dead in their sights and crosshairs, asking for accountability and ownership in this situation. And they've got none. They have gotten virtually none up to this point. Uh, I got to thank people for their super chats. Thank you guys so much. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. We got six gifted members total already. Let me add these. Thank you so much, Mike on the mic. Let's put this up here. Thank you so much. Mike on a mic with six. Victory with a five spot. If you read the whole thing, you'll notice Phil Loki also tried to blame the Xbox community for the expectation of parity. I missed that. What quote are you referring to? A five, another five spot from Victory. Not sure if my last super chat went through. Phil also tried to blame the community. Uh, $2 from Victory says this is the start of a slippery slope. I'm I, When I'm in the middle of the monologue, I cannot see your super chats, right? Another 20 spot from Victory. He has the nerve to drop feature parity, but his butt didn't drop price parity. Xbox Series S owners got to pay for a $500 upgrade just so they don't have to do research on what's missing from their games. This isn't consumer friendly at all. Another five spot from Victory. Backpedal Phil dropped the feature parity enforcement when he saw Baldur's Gate 3 was at game of the year level. He fixed that problem quick while creating new ones. A 10 spot from Shooter Forever. Console versions of games have less features and content than the PC version and in the case of PlayStation, they cost more than the PC. Either is an overstated problem. That's focused on Series S. No, what, what games are you talking about and who bought a PlayStation 5 thinking on the promise of feature parity with PC? Was that ever promised to us? Were we ever promised that? Like when I bought my PS5, did they tell me that? What You're making up something that's never been an expectation of the consumer. And what exact games are you referring to? You get more features on PC. Okay, for multi-plat games, sure. You get like an FOV slider and stuff. I don't get that. When have I ever been promised that when I buy a console? When have I ever been promised feature parity with PC? Ever. 
Uh, Christopher Wright renews as a VIP. Legend status renews 15 months as a VIP. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Yeah, there's another game that has been delayed with its landing on Xbox, by the way. It's that Lord of the Rings Minds of Moria game. How many games are you going to get late before you realize what's going on? Derek says, my brother, I know I'm repeating myself, but dang, do I love it when you pull zero punches. So good. Thank you. Yeah, that was, uh, I got to admit, that was a fun one to write. This is incredibly vindicating. It's incredibly vindicating. So much hate's been hurled our way for simply stating the facts and simply making like basic observations about hardware strength. And we've had to endure so much hate and criticism and attacks. And it's like, and we were right the entire time, right? We were right the entire time. All of us that pointed to this as a problem, starting at the end of 2020, many of us just tried to draw attention to this. And we were constantly called haters. Why the heck will consoles provide PC parity? That's never been a promise when buying a console. So the fact that I don't get parity with the PC is superfluous to the discussion. It has no bearing on the discussion. Series S owners were promised that the only difference they would get is a difference in resolution. You would get the same great experience, the same game. That That's what you were promised, and you didn't get it. And the fact that people who have channels and outlets profiting from the Xbox community while they continue to obfuscate the truth and mislead you, that is criminal. Okay, call it what it is. They make a living covering Xbox. They make a living from your patronage, from your viewership, from your support, and they're not honest with you. They don't tell you the truth. They attack folks like me. I get called any name in the book for speaking the truth. Like, that's the criminality here, is that you're constantly misled by, as a consumer, by not just the company, but by people who earn a living, earning your support because you're loyalty to the company. So admit what's going on. It's been going on for three years. Developers immediately said, that's a problem. That's going to be an issue this generation. And anybody who brought it up was attacked. And called a pony or an Xbox hater, right? Well, where are all your big, great names now, right? What are you going to call me now? What? You going to call Phil Spencer a name? You going to call Larry a name? They just dropped parody because they want the biggest game of the year. Because the truth is what we've stated for three years. The Xbox Series X, the Xbox Series S is a self-made Trojan horse. Five spot from Shooter Forever. Death Stranding DLC on PC. PlayStation First Party, $10 less on PC. I'm not saying you shouldn't slam Xbox. I'm saying this is a problem across the industry. You mean like Death Stranding landing on PC a long time later and as value degradation happens within virtually every market, early adopters pay more, late adopters get discounts like, I don't know, in every other industry in existence? It's not uncommon for games to launch later with everything included, DLC thrown in at a discounted cost. That that has, no, again, that is superfluous to the discussion. It's not an equivalency at all. It's not an equivalency at all. You're going to buy Baldur's Gate 3 on the Series S and get less stuff. And Death Stranding isn't first party? Yeah, Death Stranding came to PC later because that was never a first party game. It was like a time exclusive, was it not? I mean, that, that was never, and again, that has nothing to do with the discussion. That's a distraction. 
how quickly we immediately run to Sony every time these situations happen. Every time. Like, Phil Spencer could walk out and strangle a puppy and people would be like, yeah, but Jim Ryan, it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter. It's always, it's always got a point to Sony. Sony has nothing to do with Series S parody. Nothing. Absolutely nothing to do. It's just, it's just this instantaneous, instinctive response in you to why well, I have to defend the company. I've got to defend Xbox. So let me grasp at straws. Well, but, De- but Death Stranding came later and was cheaper and had DLC included. Okay, that is, wh- how is that relative to this at all? How? What are you going to do next year? What are you going to do next year if more third-party titles drop like this? What are you going to do? A Series S owner buying a game at full price and getting less than Series X owners. What are you, you going to say to that? That's so, You think that's okay? Doc Dark's video this morning, he didn't even hear himself. He said, you're getting the cheaper version. And I'm like, Doc! Replay the video! You said cheaper version! Yeah, in all but price. In all but price. You're getting the cheaper version. You bought the cheaper console, so you get the cheaper version. Well, if it's the cheaper version, why why isn't the price cheaper? Am I going to get a discount? Am I? Joker, Quinn, and Grade in both gift memberships. Thank you so much. Bumping the line to eight on the day. Every 25, I give five. The stretch goal has been blasted away. Now the stretch goal is like 5,000. Let's be fair. Sony ruined the market by generally doing their job well. It creates unreasonable expectations. (laughs) They'll go back to calling devs lazy. Right, like, how many people are going to sit on podcasts and and postulate as if you're a developer and and call Larian lazy? Was ta- is Turn Ten lazy? They're not. They're not giving you a split screen at launch either. Death Stranding is owned by PlayStation. I'm not an Xbox gamer. I play on PC. Also, Baldur's Gate Three is priced cheaper on PC. The difference in storefront prices, again, has no bearing on this discussion. Shooter Forever, you are just dealing in false equivalencies, right? It's a lot cheaper. Instead of giving me $5 to deal in false equivalencies, like, look at the situation as it is. People bought an Xbox. The company that sold it to them said, you will get the same great experience on this box, just at a lower resolution. That's what we are talking about. This invocation of like, but PC gets lower prices. You spend more money. You get less on PlayStation. Shh. That has nothing to do with the conversation. It's called a red herring fallacy. If I go to company A and they say, if you buy this product, it's going to do this thing. And then I come back later. I'm like, it's not doing that thing. What are they going to say? Well, but yeah, you know, a completely unrelated company charges the same for a, a similar product. You'd be like, that has nothing to do with the, the situation. I bought it from you and you told me it would do this. It's not doing that. That, that's called buying something under false pretense. That has nothing to do with PC and PlayStation games, bro. Andy Hart with a 10 spot. I bought the Series S at launch. I had new issues with it, and I got the X last year. Customers that bought the S need to realize the X is the more powerful system and should be treated as so. What, what do you mean? Nobody was unaware of that, homie. 
listen to me. The, the, the marketing from Xbox made it crystal clear. The Series X was the box designed to run games. This is from the video. I can't believe they said this. At native 4K, native 4K up to 120. Series S give you the same great next-gen experience at 1440. That's what was promised. Anybody buying the S knew they were buying a weaker system. They didn't know it was so weak they were going to miss out on features like... I don't know, split screen, higher level textures, higher level details. They were told lower resolution. They weren't told they were going to miss out on entire lighting aspects and features. They just thought, oh, it'll be a lower resolution. I play most of my games at 1440, 60, so it sounded like a great deal, right? 300 bucks for a 1440 box. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's too good to be true because it is. It's It's not what it turned out to be. How many next-gen games are running to disable 1440 over there? Most of them are running dynamic 1080 to even come close to 1860. Even Diablo 4. Even Diablo 4 is running dynamic. Dynamic 1080 just to hit 60 FPS. Nerd Mother with 23 months in a VIP. Thank you. Eight bucks, uh, eight bucks from Julian. You're spot on. Long-term Xbox user here. And for the first time, I'm genuinely feeling like I'm a second-tier platform. Um... Hang on. Oh, golly. Victory dropped another big tip. 50 spot note. Sad how who cares about split screen is coming out of diehards. I love playing split screen with my wife. Some people don't have to buy an extra console just to play or a TV with the people that they live with. What of the people who like playing with their kids? Listen, you people that want a hand wave split screen, right? I got one game to drop in your lap. It takes two. Game of the year winner. Sit down and be quiet. Just sit down and be quiet. Stop hand waving. Five spot from Mike on a mic. Good morning, people. Let's have a good day. Thanks, Mike on a mic. A five spot from Shooter Forever. I agree with you on the Series X and the X parity issue. I'm saying is a problem across. You should 100% be angry at them. Xbox should have planned better. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I don't understand the you know bringing up PC and PlayStation. That just has nothing to do with the conversation. Eugene's got a long one. He says, these consoles launched November of 2020 in the middle of a global sicky pandemic due to the ship, the chip shortages, poor manufacturing processes, and using the Series X chips for blades. Microsoft couldn't produce enough Series X to meet demand, so they pushed the S, a lower-cost console that was supposed to do everything the X did except 4K. They pushed, and it pushed. A Series X was not available. People saw this and said, I don't need 4K. 1440 is fine. Their entire pr- platform is built on this concept. They didn't just to sell a product they lied to push their entire platform that's exactly right that's exactly right they say a long one Eugene's got a long one here what do you want me to say (laughs) he's got a long comment (laughs) hey man you know Photo one split screen because of content with madam. Plenty of us want split screen. There's a website called Cooptimus that tracks every single co-op game in existence, right? Come on. Come on. Enough is enough, right? Quit hand waving. Quit hand waving. I said the other day. Okay. I said the other day that this the split screen situation is not some dire fire of a, oh my gosh without split screen Forza Motorsport will fail without split screen no no 
it's a symptom of an underlying problem we've been trying to draw attention to for almost three years. For almost three years, we've been trying to draw attention to this. And I love what Josh is saying. Xbox is built on Halo. Halo is built on split screen. The idea that you're going to hand wave split screen on the platform that built itself on this game has split screen. Like It literally was such a expectation for Halo that... It became one of the most talked about things. It was a search term, a predicted search term on YouTube. Halo Infinite Split Screen. Because when people found out that wasn't there at launch, they were irritated. How many years of Halo and Split Screen did you get? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, we can't do that anymore. And then they'd be like, oh no one cares about Split Screen. Okay. So what? It would be like telling me, you know, you you, you sell me, um, you know, we we drive a Honda Odyssey, okay? And there's a there's a window wiper for the back window, right? So I get home and it's not working, and I go back and I say, hey, you know, that rear view that the the back window uh, window wiper's not working. And they're like, <laughs> I mean, most people don't even use it, right? I mean. Who really cares about that? I'd be like, excuse me, that it's some it's a feature that's not working. And I don't care about how popular it is. It's not working. That that's the issue. Jim says, why is it hand waving? Sure the Series S has issues, but I genuinely don't care about split screen. That's that's literally what hand waving is. You're just trying to wave off the problem. It's called a hand wave. Instead of saying, yes. The absence of split screen in Halo, the fact that they promised it and abandoned it, the fact that split screen has been parody now, abandoned in Baldur's Gate 3, the fact that split screen isn't coming in Forza Motorsport, it's not about split screen, it's about what it represents. PlayStation 5's doing split screen just fine on Baldur's Gate 3. Did you ever consider that? Baldur's Gate 3 is doing split screen just fine on the Series X. Did you ever consider that? What does that mean about the Series S? Be deductive. Act like you're Sherlock Holmes trying to solve a mystery here. If you look at this situation and then you turn an accurate look at the Series S, just how much do you think you're missing out on? Do you think it's just resolution? You, you, you think you're just not getting 4K? The Series X and the PS5 can both do it. So the hand wave, like, I know, I know, no one cares about split screen. What the, we're not talking about split screen. We're talking about what it represents. I'm not waving off anything. The topic is currently split screen. And if you're listening to what I'm saying... Nobody is trying to argue. This is what people commonly do in these discussions. What they do is, is they change the narrative instantly. These guys are are masters at it, okay? They're masters at changing the narrative. So the situation with Baldur's Gate 3 emerges. And the first thing everybody does is denial. They're like, no, 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 no. It's not the Series S. That's not what Larian said. I'm like, are you sure about that? They said they can't get split screen to the same standard on the Xbox Series S and X. Who, who, what do you think the problem is? It's not the X. Why would it be the X? That doesn't make any sense. 
Is it the architecture of the boxes? Does Larry not know what they're doing with their game? Come on. It's the S. No, it's not. No, it's not. And then they come out and say, no, yeah, it's the S. Oh, yeah, but but, but they, they, they didn't just say that it was the S. They said they didn't have enough resources, so they're to blame. What? What? And then, and then, what do we get to? We get to the fact that, like, well, no, we're, we're not even going to do split screen on the S. And what is it? Oh, who cares about split screen? Split screen's not that big of a deal. That's never been what this has been about. That's never, ever, ever been what this has been about. You keep making it about that because that distracts from the real issue. Right? Nobody really cares about swear words. We're not talking about swear words. We're talking about the fact that you swore in a preschool. You called all of these little children a terrible name. Nobody really cares about swear words. It's 2023, hand wave. No, 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 no. There's an underlying problem here. You're a grown person who swore viciously at a bunch of children, right? There's an underlying problem that those swear words represent, right? Like, you wouldn't be like, oh, swearing is bad. It's like, oh, split screen is this big issue. No, no. Split screen represents an underlying problem. Something we've been talking about for years. I'm missing super chats. I I gotta read these. Hang on a second. Uh, Angel with 13 months of membership. Don't be sorry. Be better. Kratos, God of War. Xbox, take note. Game night with $10 super chat. I've seen people dumping on split screen because it's so few and far between, but I'd be annoyed if a game I was looking forward to didn't have a feature with the competition, uh, while the competition has no issue. A two spot from John Always. Todd said 30 FPS was a creative decision. (laughs) They keep using that word. (laughs) You keep using that word. I I don't think that word means what you think it means. (laughs) All right, track with me here. Track with me here think about this from the perspective of what Xbox sells its platform on, right? Oh, is the music low? Hang on. I'm doing my mute. No, music's hitting about where I typically have it. No, yeah, it's hitting where I'm about. I typically have it at that level. Think about this. I have a PlayStation 5 and I have a Series X. Okay. The beauty here is that if I buy Baldur's Gate 3 on either of those boxes, I'm getting the exact same game. The difference is I can get it earlier on my PlayStation 5, so where do you think I'm going to buy it? Okay. Now imagine that I have a PlayStation 5 and a Series S. Where do you think I'm going to buy the game? You think think that's a hard decision to make? Well, $69.99. And uh, over here, I'll get not just better performance, but more features. I can play split screen with my wife, right? (laughs) And over here, I don't get the feature. Fake outrage when a game skips the Series S, let me know. See how quickly the goalposts move, chat? Do you see how quickly? You see how quickly? The goalpost goes from... We're going to get the same great games just at 1440. The Series S is going to run circles around the PS5. 
and then it turns into they never said it was a 1440 box they did look at the marketing no 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 it's fine it's fine as a 1080 box we're getting the same great games and the same great features and then you lose features oh who cares about losing features yeah talk to me when we miss a game you sound like somebody who has stockholm syndrome you keep getting less and less and less and the goalpost just keeps moving it's a 1440 box, baby, going to run circles around the PS5. They never really said it was the 1440 box. It's basically a 1080 box. I mean, what do people expect? It's a cheaper console. I mean, who really cares? We're getting all the same great features, man. Feature parity, we're always going to get the same great games. It's not a hardware issue. It's not a hardware issue. We're getting all the same games that Series X is getting. Get a game without a feature. Oh, but, 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 but it only really matters. This is fake outrage. It only really matters when we don't get a game. What are you going to do when they don't give you a game? I'll write your script for you. You ready? Who really cares about that game? It's not a big AAA title anyway. At least we're getting these great first-party titles on Game Pass. There you go. There's my gift to your future self making excuses for Microsoft. There you go. I wrote your script for you. It's just predictable. Hold them accountable. Hold them accountable. They made promises that they're not making good on. They marketed something and you didn't get what they marketed. You didn't get what you what they marketed. There's no fake outrage here. For 3 years, for 3 years I have been attacked and called names and harassed because I looked at the Series S, I looked at dev commentary from people like id software and I said that's going to be a problem. That's a self-made Trojan horse. That's an issue. Third-party devs aren't going to want to mess around with that. They like to push things. They like to push the envelope and, and, and do new lighting and great graphics. That's going to be a problem. And I was called a Sony pony, an Xbox hater, and, and all sorts of other reprehensible terms and words because people just can't deal with facts when they live in their emotions. It's like you can't just deal with the basic facts. A gifted member from DK Beggar and five from Parasito. We go to 9 and then we go to 14. Thank you Parasito and DK Beggar for bumping the line. I got some other people to thank here. Let me go to the fan funding room. Um Keithius, Keithius, thank you for renewing your membership at a VIP and Eric Phillips says both the S and the X should have the same games and content that the X has. PlayStation 5 and digital don't have this problem. Microsoft lied no matter how you see it. What do you think first-party developers think about this? Imagine imagine being a third-party developer or a first-party developer, and you're like, we've we've had to cut features, and we've had to spend extra time optimizing, you know? Like, Evil West was like, we just couldn't do 60 FPS over there. They just gave up. There it is, the 10-bomb layup, 15 members because of an extra one there from Joker. We'll see if anybody slams it home. Nope, John always creates the 10-bomb into an agent of chaos. It's now 16 out of 25. Thank you, John always and Joker Quinn in a two-spot from Ragnarok. Does this have potential to be a class action? I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm not a lawyer. Shooter Forever with a $5 Super Chat tip. Xbox should have treated the series consoles like Nintendo treats a Switch. Focus on first-party games and Game Pass and third-party supports is extra. And another one from Ragnarok. He bumps the line to 17. 
The stretch goal is 5,000. What did we say we were going to do? If we get to 5,000 members, I have to play Gollum, and every time I complain, I have to gift a member. That's the stretch goal now. You guys hit 4,500. My wife and I have to play Mortal Kombat 1. We also have to do a Beat Saber stream where I dress up like Jar Jar Binks. My wife has ordered the Jar Jar Binks costume, and you're currently at 4,516. That's the current member count. Evil West was only 1080p, 60 on PS5 and X. Oh, who... That nobody asked about that. Listen to what I'm saying. Stop running to the other platform to feel better, okay? You cannot install that on your Xbox. It's not a game coming to Game Pass, okay? Blame Sony or talk about Sony or but, but, but Sony. That's not a game you can play. So quit doing that. I'm asking the question, imagine being a third-party developer for the last three years, or a first-party developer the last three years, and having to deal with cutting features or toning things down because of the Series S, and then you see this happen. Larian gets a pass. How's that make you feel? Omen with the 10 bomb! He takes it! All the way to 27 members on the day. Thank you so much. Omen lately just dropping bombs and well-timed layups on the channel. Thank you so much. Yeah, what, Forspoken, Checkmate. What, what? What is that? I mean, who cares about that in this discussion? Nobody is running. I meant to ease what it was in the X. I'm not sure what you're saying. He plays Gollum, and then we immediately hit the next stretch goal. <laughs> that's good. That's good, Valiant. Let's repent, pretend that the digital PS5 was missing features in the disc version got. What would people say? Exactly. Exactly. You guys like pointing at PlayStation so much. Let's do that. Put the shoe on the other foot. I bought a digital PlayStation. Why? It was cheaper. And I don't buy physical discs anymore. I install them. I preload them. It's great for content creation to have the thing already installed. I don't like going out into the public and being around people. So I bought a PlayStation 5 digital. Now, if a couple of months into owning my PlayStation 5 digital, I suddenly was getting less features and less performance, and I was like, wait a minute, I thought this was exactly the same as the PS5 with the disc. And they're like, yeah, well, it's not really a hardware problem. It's a creative decision. It's really about where the developers choose to spend their time. So, you know, not a hardware problem, even though your hardware's doing less and getting less. It's really, you know, the devs, their choices and where they choose to dedicate their time. And I'm just blaming the devs. Can I just say it's the devs' fault? Like... If PlayStation would have come out and said that, I'd be like, well, <laughs> I would, I would like my money back. Then that's I, I, I bought this under false pretense. I bought this under false pretense. You, you, you sold me something that isn't doing what you said it would do. I'd have every right to be furious. What did you say, Derek? What's in the coffee today? <laughs> I'll order this batch right now. <laughs> Nothing but grit and lava. I uh, just reforge roast. You know, you don't have to be around people to get physical copies. You could just order them. Yeah, but I mean... (laughs) 
This is what's in my coffee mug today. Order some right now. The link is in the description, reforgeroast.com. It's coffee with balanced acidity. That means zero bitterness. It's smooth if you like it black or with creamer. You know, make sure and put that on your dating profile. You're getting less features, same for the Series S. You can't buy physical and digital games. Can be turned off anytime. Always buy disc versions. <laughs> so I'm I'm getting less features on my digital PS5, same as the Series S. Really? Really? I'm drinking coffee. What are you what are you drinking? Are you guzzling vodka? How drunk are you? You really think that I'm getting less features on my digital PS5, same as the Series S, because I can't buy a physical disc. Let me ask you something. What do you think's on that disc? Anything's on that disc. You think you own that? You don't think it needs to check on the internet for, you know, the fact that your profile is attached to the license and you own it? You think the disc is the game? You think that? You've not been paying attention to gaming, my friend, if you think the physicality of that disc gives you anything. Unless it's a strictly single-player game with zero license checking, you don't got anything, brother. You don't got anything. I don't get less features on my PlayStation 5 Digital. I don't. It runs everything the same as my PlayStation 5 with the disc. You can't play movies. You know, the DVDs. You still, you still going to Redbox? That's cool, baby. I watch everything digital. I'm not missing out on any features. Here's the difference between what you're saying and what I'm saying, okay? Here's the difference. I wasn't promised features on the PlayStation 5 digital that I'm not getting. You can't say that about the Series S. Did you catch that? Did you catch the difference? The difference is, you can't point to a single thing that I was promised that I'm not getting. There's 8K on the box, though! Okay. Okay. (laughs) That always makes my head hurt. Like, I feel my brain swelling. I don't have a single... (laughs) There's not a single thing that I've been promised for my PlayStation 5 Digital... In any of the marketing, in any of the advertisements, that's not true with the Series S. It simply isn't true. Trying to equate the digital PlayStation 5 with the Series S, you're embarrassing yourself. Just stop it. It's like that skit I saw on the Tickety Talk where the guy was acting like his Prius was a Tesla. (laughs) They're not the same, bro. (laughs) They're not the same. Yeah, there's 8K on the Series X, too. Did you see that guy on Twitter? He's like, there's no 8K on the Xbox Series X box. You're, you're making it up. And I, like, got out my phone. I was like, I was like you sure about that? <laughs> I just posted a picture of the box. I was like, are you sure about that? It's in my living room. I, lo- I love packing up my Series X. I love the form factor of that box. It's great. I really wish the PlayStation 5 wasn't shaped like a Wi-Fi router. I love the Series X. I have my box in my living room. 
I do. It's in the living room. And I was like, you sure about that? They both have 8K in the box. Well, maybe we should talk about the fact that it just means they're 8K cable devices. So when the TVs are sold at 8K and there's 8K programming or 8K movies, you have an 8K possible output. That's all that's on the box for. It wasn't in the marketing. It wasn't in the trailers. It wasn't in the advertisement. It's nowhere. There's nothing about 8K gaming. It's on the box because it's an 8K compatible device once they push out 8K support. I'm so tired of that discussion. It's like you could literally show through legal argumentation you could be like look at this trailer look at what they said about the Xbox you were promised this and you didn't get this and they're like yeah but there's 8k on the PlayStation 5 box it's like okay what huh you say the PS5 is shaped like a router yeah it's shaped like a Wi-Fi router it's it's it's, it's ugly I think the PlayStation 5 is ugly <laughs> It's hideous. I think the Xbox Series X looks great. Omen with a six spot. Six spot. Series S is Xbox's best-selling console. They're selling out their core audience because otherwise they'd be missing out on Game of the Year. You guys hear that? You ever think about that? Did you ever think about what Microsoft just did? You want to know the truth of the matter is? I'll tell you the truth of the matter is. Larian said... Enough is enough. That's enough. That's enough. Phil, we saw your interview with Destin. You think doing split screen or, or, or not's a creative decision? You, you want to tell the world it's not a hardware problem? You want to insinuate that, like, well, Forts is not doing split screen because of where they focus their attention? Passively making it sound like this is an us issue, like we didn't focus on the right things, and it's all about where we focus our attention? I'll tell you what, Phil. Focus on this. You're getting the game without split screen on the S, or you're not getting it at all. If you think we need your minuscule platform, if we think you need your community that doesn't buy games, you're nuts. We don't need you. That's the way it's going to be. Take your engineers, pack it up, go home. Within 24 hours, the CEO of Xbox goes from saying, it's not a hardware problem, Split screen's a creative decision. We're not loosening up on parity to the CEO of Larian saying, yeah, they're dropping parity. What do you think that conversation looked like? Huh? Who do you think's calling the shots here? Do you think it's Phil? Do you think it's Xbox? Do you? Because... 24 hours before the announcement was made, Phil Spencer's like, it's not a hardware problem. We're not loosening up on parity. You know, we're here to support our partners. It's all about where they focus their attention. Larian's like, yeah, we'll focus our attention. We'll focus our attention on taking our game where it can run well. Like, what the frick are you talking about? Probably a little bit more diplomatic than that. I wouldn't have been diplomatic at all. I was like... You got some nerve to sit down with Destin and to answer the questions the way that Phil did after months of Larian having to play Microsoft Xbox Series S PR. Like, that's not their job. Larian made a great game. And what are they doing in the throes of their game exploding on Steam and taking over Metacritic and lighting the world on fire in praise? What are they doing? They're doing interviews about your Xbox Series S. You think they had that on their dry erase board? 
Hey, hey, Dave. Can you believe this? A review, uh, an interview circuit about the about the Series S. I I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to talk about record-breaking concurrent numbers. No, no, no. We're not going to talk about how amazing our game is, the depth and complexity, the fact that we brought back a dead genre, the CRPG, a D&D dice-rolling game that's hitting, like, MMO numbers. No, no, no. We're not going to talk about that, Dave. No, no. I have to talk about the Xbox Series S and split-screen. Yeah, it's great. You think Larian enjoyed that? That They were real pumped to do that. They has, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do when I launch a game. I want to go on a PR circuit for an Xbox console that's got 8 gig of usable memory. And then and then you have the nerve after they've been out here being incredibly diplomatic and incredibly fair and very very like charitable and you sit down and do an interview and you have the nerve to be like well split screen is a creative decision there's not a hardware problem here really okay how about this why not 24 hours later we make you admit there is a hardware problem how's that feel you want to walk back all of our tweets, all of our answers? In every interview, in every single interview, in every single exchange on Twitter, Larian has made it clear that the Series S is requiring more work. And you just made them look like liars. Because you want to protect your precious Series S instead of taking ownership and, and, and accountability for the fact that you made a weaker box to reach a lower hemisphere entrance cost in the market and it requires extra work. But saying that out loud's not in the cards. Well, how'd that work out for you, Phil? How'd that work out? No accountability. 24 hours later, oh yeah, we dropped parody. A major talking point for the last three years. A major talking point of like, no, we can't walk back parody. And just 24 hours later. I'm, I'm, I'm sure this was the plan all along. Hang on, I've got some... <laughs> Fan funding to thank. Uh, a five spot from my man Gritter. Good morning, Lono. Don't be mad. My PS5 has curves and the Series X is flat. Come on. All y'all getting mad at me for saying the PS5 is ugly? Listen, I can't wait for my Spider-Man plates to get here so that it won't be this bright, shining beacon in my living room. It'll at least look somewhat cool. All right? Javier Cotto says, Hey, guys, Mike Apex needs a gifted. Well, get to work. Get to work, boys. Start gifting. (laughs) Thank you, uh, Marshmallow, for 11 months of member, and it's a member plus. My brother and I were always hyped to play the new Halo on split screen. As soon as I saw I couldn't play split screen, I called it trash and never played it. Yeah, uh, 30 and Still Gaming had the same issue with it. 30 and Still Gaming had the exact same issue. Come on, like I get it, but Larian said at launch, the Series S will just not have it at launch. Let's see here. Where is the tweet? Where does it say at launch? I don't see that. All improvements will be there with split-screen co-op on Series X. Series S will not feature split-screen co-op, but will also include cross-save progression between Steam and Xbox Series. What are you talking about? 
Where's at, where are the words at launch? I don't see them. Am I wearing the wrong glasses? Hang on a minute. Oh, there we go. Hang on a minute. Hang on. I, I've got it. I've got it. This should fix it. Hang on. Everything's fine. Xbox is still the greatest. Bill Spencer's the reincarnation of Jesus. And uh, yeah, it'll be there after launch. I fixed it. Oh, goodness gracious. I had the wrong glasses on. I'm sorry. A 10 gifted member bomb from Dodevas. Thank you, Dodevas. Trying to take care of my man, Mike. Anybody else want to make false claims? You know, I know that's in vogue on Twitter, right? No, they don't need to be green. These are rose-colored glasses, baby. (laughs) They're rose-colored glasses, baby. (laughs) Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Nothing's wrong, you know? They said at launch. Where? <laughs> Where? It did Phil did Phil Spencer come out and say that you know, hey, I know yesterday I said there was no hardware problem and we weren't going to loosen up on parity, but whoops, uh yeah, uh I guess we're going to uh yeah, walk that back. Eugene says, that's it. I'm out. (laughs) Eugene gets really, really mad when I use props. He hates it. He absolutely hates when I use props. I'm just having fun, man. (laughs) We're just having fun. Listen, this is my time. This is my time. For three years, I've had to listen to these just drooling, insulting people. I've had to listen to them. Just that's what they sound like. And yesterday, that tweet from Larry to me, that was a shot heard around the world. It was like, yeah, not a hardware problem. Sit the f- down. It is a hardware problem. Sit down and shut up. Where's my freaking it's tweet or image? Where did it go? I just saved it. It's not here. I'm all flustered. I'm saving. Oh, there it is. I'm trying to schedule the next thing. The strained yelling. <laughs> it's just been. Listen, it's been. It's just been irritating. It's so irritating. I, I remember. I, I distinctly remember the one stream. I'll never forget. I'll never forget the one stream. I pulled up direct quotes from id software and I had people telling me that they don't know what they're talking about. id software. You know, that was a long time ago. And ever since then, ever since then, it's just been this like this this barrage of falsehood and attacks and 
I just it's it's vindicating. Now, I can balance the vindication with also saying, man, I've been I have been trying to tell you I'm on your side. The people that lie to you, the people that obfuscate the truth and mislead you, whether it's Redfall or that Series S is a hardware problem, they are not on your side. They're using you. They're using your brand loyalty, okay? I've been on your side the entire time and you've spat in my face. I've tried to tell you. As a consumer, I'm taking up for you. This marketing wasn't accurate. You're not getting what you were promised. You're not getting a good deal. I've been on your side the entire time and you'll spit in my face and run into the arms of liars and smear merchants. Some of it's deserved. It's like, y'all deserve this. You deserve this giant Mount Everest-sized L because some of us have been trying to tell you for three years, this is a problem. This is not a good decision. And all we received is 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 hate and insults. Well, in, in, enjoy enjoy this this moment. It's yours. You earned it. It's funny that you say they're using brand loyalty when you have nothing to talk about except Xbox. PlayStation has no games. You sound like an NPC. You sound like an NPC. All I talk about is Xbox. Like when I talked about Armored Core, when I played Immortals of Avium, when I co-streamed Gamescom Opening Night Live, when I did predictions for Gamescom, when I covered Cyberpunk, when I covered First Descendant, when I covered AC Mirage, when I covered PlayStation Winning the Cloud, when I covered the PlayStation Portal, when I covered Lords of the Fallen, when I covered Modern Warfare 3, when I made a Game of the Year prediction about Baldur's Gate 3, all I talk about is Xbox. You sound like a freaking NPC. PlayStation has no games. What the frick does that have to do with the Series S? What does that have to do with the Series S? Jim Ryan could walk out tomorrow and say, Ha ha! We tricked all y'all! F y'all! And he burns the PlayStation 5 on a stage and says, You're not getting anything! No more games! Spider-Man 2 was a ruse! He could do that tomorrow, and it wouldn't matter when it comes to the Series S. It's not applicable. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It has no bearing on the discussion. If you exclude all the games PlayStation has had and has coming. Right, when when people say PlayStation has no games, I'm like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. It's like they literally look at it's it's like the people that look at the look look at the sports score and they're like, "Yeah. <laughs> look at you. <laughs> you don't have any runs." It's like, "Hey buddy, you're only looking at the 6th inning. Do you want to look at the 5 innings before? Do you really want to keep track of how many games have come this generation? Do you want to add them up? Do you want to have that contest?" You want to you want to run a victory lap because 2023 has been a weaker year, a thinner year for PlayStation? Is that all you got? 
because for two years I've gotten way more on my PlayStation 5 than my Series X. You, do you really want to play that game? What'd you get this year? Hi-Fi Rush and Redfall. Not, not a great start, right? Hi-Fi Rush, yay! Redfall. Starfield. I'm looking forward to Starfield. Got it pre-ordered. I got my collector's edition on the way. Can't wait. I'm pumped. But, what? Okay. Uh, I've also been able to play Final Fantasy 16. And Spider-Man 2 is coming. And Baldur's Gate 3 is coming to PlayStation first. It sounds like I have more games to play on the PlayStation than the Xbox. Like, you brought it up. I'm just making the comparisons of like, well, what am I able to play more this year? I actually agree they shouldn't have done the Series S. They should have done a Series-esque, discless, yeah, like PlayStation. Well, that's what that's that's all I've ever said is as somebody who was really, really looking forward to what what was promised this gen, next gen gaming, right? 60 FPS and 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 instantaneous load times and really high resolutions. Those were all the things I was looking forward to. If those are the things you value, I, I, I just, I have no idea how you don't lean away from Xbox. I, I don't, I don't know how you do it. I own every platform. And it's like, when we headed into this generation in 2020, all the promises, all the marketing, everything everybody was talking about, I, how in the world are you loyal to that side? How? They're not doing any of those things. They're not. Even Starfield's not doing that for you. You can you can hand wave all you want about 60 FPS and 30 FPS. That's not what we were promised this gen. You always have to be careful saying discless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't the Series S discless? BV, what he's saying is they should have done two systems that were equal in power. Let, let, let's just imagine another reality, all right? Pretend that I'm Doctor Strange and I just touch the side of your head and you're seeing a different reality. Imagine it's 2023 and there's just the Series X and the Series X Digital. That's it. Equal in power to the PS5. It's actually stronger than the PS5 in some ways. And then the PS5 is stronger in other ways. On paper, if you don't believe all the hype and the nonsense about world's most powerful console, if you actually look at the tech breakdowns, they're virtually equal. They're virtually synonymously equal, okay? Well, this one's more powerful. Okay, can you prove that with any games? No, then be quiet. They're virtually equal. Imagine that that's the world we're living in. We're not having this conversation. Don't you see? We would not be having this conversation. Baldur's Gate 3 would be landing everywhere. Actually, they probably would have bumped all the dates back. Probably. They probably would have bumped all the dates back because they wouldn't want Baldur's Gate 3 landing on Xbox at the same time as Starfield. Starfield's like monolithic this year, right? So they would have bumped it all back, okay? We wouldn't be having this conversation. So you have to ask the question, why are we having this conversation? We're having this conversation because Microsoft made a weaker box in a generation that was supposed to push graphical fidelity. Like, think about that for just a second. Stop thinking like a brand loyalist. Stop thinking like somebody who, like, instinctively has to defend your decisions. I get it. You bought a Series S. It's all they had. Or it's all you could afford. You've got to divorce yourself from that for just a second. Disconnect yourself from that. 
I'm not judging your choices. I'm actually taking up for you. Hey, man, this is my friend Dave. And he came to your business establishment and you sold him this Series S and this is what you promised him. He scraped his cash together. This was a tough thing for him to do and he got this thing for him and his kiddos and it ain't doing what you said. My righteous indignation has nothing to do with you as a consumer. It has to do with what Microsoft told you and told me and how it's not coming true you deserve better take up for yourself have some self-respect and say listen this was all i could afford this was all they had and it's not doing what you said it was going to do instead of defending them they're spitting in your eye and then you're coming to me and being like well you know ugh, i guess you're the pony it's like what Take up for yourself as a consumer. You didn't get what you were promised, and it was proven in black and white yesterday. There's no denying it. These these pundits and these podcasters, they can obfuscate and hand wave all they want. They're just embarrassing themselves. Well, I split screen. Does anybody really play split screen? <laughs> Guys, <laughs> what what's happening? What's happening is, is your lack of integrity and character and dishonesty is on full display. That's what's happening. The veneer is fading. Everyone's seeing right through the mask. Instead of just speaking straight with people the last three years, you've sold them a bill of goods just like Microsoft has. Wear it. Wear it proudly. You want to try to turn people against me? You want to try to get people to not watch me? Go for it. How's that working out for you? Patrick with the 10... I missed a bunch here. No face lore with the 5 spot. People poo-poo split screen, but I know folks still play it a lot, and it's still freak... Uh, just because it isn't frequent doesn't mean it's not a feature that doesn't matter. I, I love it. I, I love it. I use it. I, I, the game of the year, two years ago, was a split screen game. Co-op game. Uh, a 6 spot from Omen. Meanwhile, Jim Ryan is eagerly sucking up to all the developers leaving Activision and the ones who are uh, let down by Xbox's parody policy. That's exactly right. It's going to be a talent war real soon. Patrick with the 10 spot. I think I figured out Microsoft with the news of Forza missing features. The end game is to omit features at launch to maintain Game Pass retention. Hopes of features will keep you sub to try them out later. Thank you for the 10 spot. And then a gifted member from Patrick pushing it closer to the 40 layup to 50. Thank you so much, Patrick. Listen, I don't actually think that's what that is. I don't think that's what that is. They're not delaying features to keep you on Game Pass. By the way, guys, I've not asked for likes today. Smashing the like button really helps out the video. I know I've got lots of hate watchers. I'm sure they got lots of clips from today's streams. I don't care. All they've done is drive viewership to my channel. I've got more members and more viewers than ever before that have said, I saw you on Twitter or I saw you in somebody else's video hating on you. Bring it. Okay? I don't care. Keep watching. Keep clipping. 
you're just driving more people to come in here and have great conversations. And while you're here, if you're liking the show, click the like button, hit subscribe. When you hit subscribe, it increases the likelihood that you'll get a gifted membership when these people go crazy. And we've actually gotten a lot of subscribers today. So thank you to all of the new people who have subscribed to the channel. We greatly appreciate it. Listen, as long as you don't come in here and insult anybody... You know, we only ban a handful of people a day, and it's usually people that ask for it. They either come in on an alt and try and stir things up, or they insult me or the people here. I saw you on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, I don't. It happens all the time. We've got we've got really really strong members here who gift members every day who like saw me in a salt video. Cool man. Keep advertising me for free. As a person who had the Series S, I'm disappointed in its performance and the Xbox as a whole. It hurts, man. I was in uh, GameStop the other night with uh, with my family, and I think it actually spurred me on to be more upset about this. And it's going to sound weird at first, but I'll make it make sense. But there's a guy in there. Look at you go! A $5 super chat. Thank you. So, thank you, East Coast. So there's a guy in there, he's an older guy, I think he's probably 10 years older than me, right? He's he's late 40s, early 50s. He's an older guy, and he's looking at all the PlayStation 4 games. And he goes up and he says, you know, how much are you guys giving credit to trade in a PlayStation 4 for a PlayStation 5, right? And I could tell by his attire that... He didn't. He didn't have the the scratch in the moment to be like, let me let me buy a PlayStation Five right now, cash, right? Put it on the card or you know whatever. He just didn't have it. I could tell. You can sometimes tell. It's like, hey, you know, this guy's this guy's getting by, right? You can tell. I, he looked like he was working all the time. He's he was kind of tired. He was like, you know, he just won some games. I'm thinking, I like I almost did it. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna buy this guy PS Five right now. But we had to go, so I couldn't do it right but you could tell he was like trying to scrape together enough to upgrade and to get into a new gaming experience he still has a PlayStation 4 he didn't have a pro he had a he had a 4 and in that moment i i empathize and i felt for him as like i'm not in that place in life i'm in a, i'm in a privileged and blessed place in life and i try to understand and i try to own that to be like not everybody can walk in and say, give me the collector's edition. Give me the brand new thing. Give me the cool thing. And it made me feel even more frustration for the people that like this guy, they walked in and said, man, I'd really like to get the Series X, but I'm going to get the Series S instead. Times are tough. I don't really have the money for this right now. $100 cheaper, and I'm in. And then I can get on Game Pass, right? So in that moment, I genuinely walked away and was like, there are so many people that walked in just like him. Uh, the dude's working his tail off to make ends meet, and he's like, I don't have it. I can't do the thing I want to do. I'm just going to go for what I can afford. And the Series S was there, like, arms open wide to be like, hey, here we are. Here, here we are, $300. And we're three years in, and it's like, man, y'all y'all got taken for a ride, and that's, it's wrong. It's wrong. It's not hate. 
like if I would have had a friend or a family member do that, I, I actually have. I have some friends and some family members. They'll come to me and they'll ask me about gaming. And I've had people do that. They're like, well, what about the Series S? I really want to upgrade. And I'm like, listen, if you can hold off and wait, don't get the Series S. It's not worth it. Because I know what they're going to face. It's like, you're going to get that thing. And then in about a year or two, you're going to realize that you, you, you've just bought like a gap fill barely. It's like you bought this gap fill and it's going to get left behind. It's not going to get the features. It's not going to get the performance. So I've consistently told people, I'm like, well, just wait if you can. So real people, real consumers bought this thing. And it's, and it's, it's, it's an, it's an atrocity to be like, well, you telling me that it's weaker. Well, you're just a hater. And it's like, I don't understand. Like we're, we've just been, we've just been trying for the longest time to speak in facts about this. I feel worse for the guy who wanted a Series X. He couldn't find it because Microsoft didn't make the dang thing. And then, based on the marketing, bought the S. Right, lots of people were in that situation as well. Tons of people have basically not been able to get a Series X because Microsoft constrained the production of the Series X for cloud. That's why you couldn't get a Series X. That's why you had to settle for a Series S. I have a good friend like that. He works but can't afford to buy all the latest. I asked what he wanted more, the Series X or the PS5. He said PS5, so bought him that last year for his birthday. I'm telling you, I wish I would have had more time in that moment. I would have walked up to the counter and be like, do you have any PS5s right now in stock? And if she would have said yes, I'd like ring one up right now for that guy. And I just would have walked out. I would have walked out. I would have walked out and watched through the glass, like make sure she gave it to him and doesn't like take it home for herself. <laughs> but I like watched through the glass, be like give this man his PS5. Okay, cool. And I would have walked away. And he'd be like, some random dude bought me a PS5, right? It 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 had blown his mind. I I wish I would have had like twenty more minutes because we were pressed for time. We were trying. The mall like closes earlier now or something. I was so bummed. I wanted to do it. <laughs> But, but I felt for him in the moment. I was like, there's so many people that have faced that reality. We like the generational jump happened at such a terrible freaking time. You owe the universe one gifted PS5. I do. I do. I was like, oh, because it was, I was literally looking at the clock. I was like, we were on the other side of the mall and they like close at eight now. I was like, what is closing at eight? Huh? The jewelry stores like putting, you know, covering all their, their little stations. I'm like, what is going on? Can we be friends? I like gaming and sports. <laughs> uh, but that was what I thought of. When I walked away, the first thing I thought of was I thought of all the Series S owners. And I was like, this generational jump, man, it happened at such a terrible time because it happened at a time where people were losing their jobs, like losing their their apartments, getting evicted. And and, and once they started to kind of rebound, there was a low entrance cost box waiting for them. You know? And it's like, well... Here, here we sit. Here we sit. It's like, yeah, it's been it's been three years, and finally the truth was admitted yesterday in in very very clear terms that the Series S is a hardware problem. It's 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 this problem doesn't go away anytime soon. 
it, it doesn't. It does not go away anytime soon because you're gonna face you're gonna face some serious issues going forward. Because what do you think is gonna happen if a third party developer goes to Microsoft and says, "Hey, we're having some issues with X, Y, and Z on the Series S. Can we just cut those features?" What's Microsoft gonna say? No. Well, you let Larian do it. Well, yeah. I mean, they were slated to be Game of the Year, and you know, they were kind of having a viral moment, so we made an exception. Well, okay. What about first-party developers facing similar challenges? Like, what are you going to say if Microsoft starts letting games come to the Xbox ecosystem with less features for the Series S? Are you going to hand wave those features too? Like, at what point are you going to say uh, th- th- this is a serious issue? Are you going to let the the Series S owners spend less money? Are they going to be able to buy the item for for fifty or sixty dollars instead of seventy? Are publishers and developers going to be okay with that? Imagine you're a third-party developer right now, and you go to Microsoft, and you're like, we really need to cut, we really need to cut these features. And Microsoft's, okay, if you do that, if, if, if you do that, well, then we're going to charge less for the game. And they're like, we don't want to charge less for the game. It's not our fault that we have to cut these features. It's your fault that we have to cut these features. Don't you see all of the branches of the tree? This could go so many different ways. Do you understand? It could go so many different ways. What exactly are you going to do going forward? This is big. AMD revealed FSR 3 plus its frame gen tech that works on all DirectX and DirectX uh, 11 and 12 games. We've seen both in the flesh at Gamescom. Really? Split screen is the line to me at least if they start removing actual game or story features then it's time to burn it down yo one from omen and five from quintar not satisfied with being at 39 and then 44 thank you so much omen and quintar for gifting more members guys it's friday and that means you want to consider upgrading to VIP because this afternoon you get an unfiltered VIP stream with me, 30 and so gaming and my producer tonight. If you're a member, you can hang out with my wife and I will be playing. I think we might actually take turns playing armored core tonight. Wouldn't that be hilarious? We'll hang out with you guys for a few hours and then play armored core. The firewall games having some issues with connectivity and matchmaking. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that tonight. That that's, that's just right for us not having something work. And that'd be terrible. Uh, Eugene says the line just keeps changing. Right, like it, like I, I tried to say that earlier, Eugene. It's like, come on! It, it was originally, oh, it's fine that we don't get 4K. It's 1440. Then it was they didn't promise us a 1440 box. It's a 1080 box, which is completely and utterly false. Oh, it's, it's fine. We're gonna get parity. We're gonna get parity. It's not a hardware problem. And then they walk back. Then they, then they, then they walk back parody. Oh, that as long as we only miss out on split screen. Come on! At what point? At what point is it a problem? Kvax with five months and a VIP. Your story pulled on my heartstrings. Little no gift sub incoming. Oh, thank you, Kvax. 
Uh, look, it's Nor with a $5 Super Chat tip. Since people are trying to point fingers at Sony, Jim Ryan kind of alluded to this happening at the beginning of the gen. He did. He did. Kvax just gifted a member. Thank you so much and bumped the line to 46. A five bomb would be the agent of chaos right now. Did Mike Apex get one? There's one from Patrick taking us to 47. Thank you, Patrick. Oh, Javier Cotto drops a 20 bomb and takes us all the way to 67, but not satisfied with that. A 5 bomb comes in from Quintar and takes us to 72, already on the doorstep of 75. Just like that, Javier Cotto is running away with the Eknor Award this month. This man is unstoppable. Thank you so much, Javier. You are the best this guy this guy i gotta get things set up to do this show with mike i got to this this could be a good day if you guys haven't been here for these friday shows with mike you're missing out you're missing out hang on i gotta close steam just so i don't have any um issues okay Don't do that. Lono's doing a show. No need for that. Wait. What's somebody trying to do? Uh, Xbox Series budget system. 300 runs next gen. Keep crying. Reforge Sony Pony. Why do people tell me to keep crying? I don't own a Series S. I don't. Five gifted members from Omen. Yeah, look at me cry with 77 gifted members on the day. Boo hoo. What are you talking about? What do you mean keep crying? I like, I don't own a Series S. I don't. I don't get the keep crying line. I don't. What are you talking about? I'm totally fine, baby. I got a Series X. I'm getting split screen in Baldur's Gate 3. You know? On my PS5, earlier than you're gonna get it on your Xbox. Like I can buy it in both places if I want. Okay, he's ready. Keep doing you. Thank you so much, True King. I appreciate that. Any slight show of emotions is unsettling for some people. I mean, keep crying because S is holding back your X. Not anymore, it's not. Not anymore. I mean, hey, as far as I can tell, I you know, the floodgates are open. You don't need to hold back the X any longer. Let's go, baby. Come on. Let let's let's see let's see what I get going forward, right? You know what I you know you know what I, you know what I thought of yesterday? What what game did I think of yesterday when I was like, oh man, the Series X is no potentially potentially no longer held back by the Series S parody, right? What game did I think of? What's the game that I've been worried about? What's the game that I've been concerned about? Which one? This is I thought about this yesterday. I was like, there's hope. 
There, there's hope. <laughs> Hellblade. Hellblade 2. You guys got it. That's right. I thought about it yesterday. I was like, oh, there's hope for Hellblade 2. Hellblade 2 will be able. It'll be they'll be able they'll be able to walk back or or add features or whatever. They're gonna be able to do it. I love Hellblade. I've been so I've been so worried about Hellblade. So worried in light of everything that's been going on. Uh, let's do this. Pop this out. Oh, my thing. Oh, hang on a minute. All right, you there, Mike? Yeah. All right, we just have to wait for it to... Hi, Mike. I'm going to okay because last night my brother came into town and I had to move all my equipment around so we could get on screen together. So yeah. I don't know if it's messed up. It sounds fine to me, although my camera freaks out for some reason now. In for you, not on stream, but for you. Yeah, that's fine. Like flickers. I, I know what you look like. <laughs> Check my last message in Discord. Okay, hang on. Parasita says, I wonder if the game devs would even do anything other than update a package number. Uh-oh. I think my headset's going. Uh-oh. That's not good. Yeah, because I only hear you from my left side. Only from the left side. Yeah, I've not I've not done anything that should have affected that. No, no, it's it's definitely my side. It's it, I think it's the um, adapter piece going into the headphone jack. Okay, that's all right. I just won't see you, and I only hear you from one side. We're doing good today. We're, yeah, we're doing good. <laughs> Wait, can you seriously not see me? No, I can see you. I can oh, see okay. You. Hang on, I gotta go back to here and now here. I gotta give myself some show notes. <clears throat> Son of a... People underestimate how hard it is to run Baldur's Gate three split screen. Well, I, that yeah, that's again, that's 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 that is representative of the problem. That's representative of the problem. How many developers are saying, yeah, we can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. Why? Well, I mean, you know, Series S. It can't do split screen in Baldur's Gate 3. You know, what else can it not do? What other features? What what other what other next gen things are they just passing on because it's just not worth the trouble? That's what you have to think about. You're you're thinking too unidimensionally about it. You're thinking too punctiliarly about it. It's like, well, right now, this thing. It's like, no, no, no. This is only one thing that we know about. What about everything else that's been going on? Delayed games. Delayed games launching without features. Delayed games launching without features and then scrapping said features. Like, come on. It's You're, you're looking so narrowly at it. You're looking two feet in front of you instead of a hundred yards down the road. Alright, I'm rocking, I'm rocking some, uh, some old earbuds here you look great yeah i'm gonna go for a jog after this with my walkman what if fsr3 hits xbox and makes advertised performance targets actually viable then i will celebrate that that would be an enormous win for xbox that would be an enormous win for all the series s owners 
it would be a win for potentially for Series X owners because then we could potentially get games that actually push performance and push things like that. I would be that would be awesome. That, no credit to Microsoft for that. Like that's that's an AMD advance with FSR. What they bank they banked on that? What they thought three or four years in that was going to happen? That's not Microsoft's doing. But I'd be very very happy for the consumers because they matter to me way more than Microsoft. Okay. Um. Hang on. Lone Wolf, is that a joke? Because I'm I'm white, dude. That's that's racist, dude. That's so. You can't, yeah. you, you can't say that. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? Uh, let's see. There was the leaks. There was the footage at Gamescom. What else happened with Starfield this week? I thought there was something else. Um. Uh, the, they announced the, the skin. The, the skins for the Xbox. They they announced that. Uh, what else? They showed the 20 minutes of footage, like new footage of the opening of the game behind closed doors. Um, well, they announced New Game Plus. New Game Plus. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think that's enough for Starfield. The next thing we're going to talk about is... No, Abe, I'm not interested in... in fan- I, I used to play fantasy football. I was in a league for like 25 years, and then I, I stopped. I, I don't have time to... Uh, to have the time to put a, a, even a, a roster together. Appreciate the offer, though. What's my box behind me? Um, I don't know what you're seeing. Um, I got the 360 next to me. I got the Xbox One there. I got the PlayStation 4 uh, back behind me over here. Uh, I got the the Wii and the PlayStation 2. The big box behind me, that's a television set. That's what you watch pictures on and movies. How's Armored Core? I don't know. I was going to play it this morning, but, you know, Xbox couldn't wait a week without stepping in it. <laughs> I just, Mike, I just wanted to play Armored Core this morning. Did you? I had to write like a 30-page monologue last night. I was like, we've been covering <laughs> this stupid scenario. To not cover it, people have been like, why aren't you talking about this? Like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about it on Monday. Yeah, yeah. That's the... I... Because I do this show, I don't do my own show on Fridays, so like I'm I'm silent until till Monday because I, I go black I, I I black out for for the weekend I hang out with the family. <laughs> you go black. I black out. Yeah, I black out. <laughs> I mean what I say. Like it, it flies by. It flies by, and then all of a sudden it's Monday. And I'm doing stories again. Oh, for sure, for sure. A weekend. That's yeah, not man. a drinking thing either. I don't. I actually don't drink. So. <laughs> Uh, my co-host is a drinker. Uh, hey guys, how's it going? That would be an interesting podcast. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, thirsty thirty. <laughs> hey, I'm thanks a, so much. I'm a fun drunk. I'm a fun drunk. 
you, I've I've hung out with you before. When that's you, right. You that's right. I had those margaritas when we were at the convention. <laughs> and the margaritas were so big. You're like, have some. I was like, uh-uh, no. Yeah, it's I, middle I of the day. Three, I had three before I think I even saw you. They were so big. I was like, that's not, that is not a good choice for me. Yeah. Are the AI whiz. Thanks for jumping back in as a member. Hey, guys, do us a favor, would you? Would you do us a favor? It was a spicy morning. It was a lot of fun, but we're not done yet. So smash the like button on this video. Let's let's get this to 500 likes. There's like almost 800 people here. Come on. This has been a great stream and a great time. We're getting ready to head to what we call the Reforge Recap, a weekly segment with my man 30, where we break down the week's gaming news and buddy a lot happened we didn't even talk about starfield this morning we focused purely on the series s and the situation with Baldur's Gate. and don't worry right don't worry we'll get we'll get we'll get mike's thoughts on this situation with Baldur's gate and split screen and the series s and parody you'll get to hear from him okay and we all know I, he's he's a resident xbot so he'll i i think pl said it earlier in your chat when i, I logged in he said uh 30 will tell you i've been saying this and that's exactly right. I've been saying this. It's it's hard. We're old guys, right? We're veterans in the industry. It's hard not to be like, yeah, I am. 218 days ago, I said this. Like, that's what we do. <laughs> you know? It's proof. Right, it's Yo, proof. big mad Mo. Good to see you, Mo. Always love to see you, man. 23 months, you the best. All right, let's get ready. I'm going to put a link in chat, everybody. I'm going to put a link in chat. And only about 20 of you smash the like button. I need you guys to unlurk and smash the like button. All right. Even you hate watchers, take a second. Take a second. Smash that like button. You know you want to. Right. You have a weird relationship with me like I'm your dad or something. You need my, you need, da- you need daddy's attention. You need that emotional validation, even if it's negative. Yo, Papa Bear with a $5 super chat, chip, super, bit, bit, super chat tip. The only reason I have a Series X and not an S is because of you. I was watching back when the consoles first came out and someone mentioned it in chat. Hey, baby, we saved one person from making that mistake. Big T, I told you how I'm getting off the island. Last night, Big T gave us a question in our chat, and he said, you have to pick between Forspoken, Gollum, or Redfall, and you're stuck on an island, right? And you have to play for the next 20 years. What are you playing? I said, there's only one answer. There's only there's only one answer. Let's see if Lono picks the answer. What, what's the answer, Lono? What game are you playing? 20 years. Only, only one game for Spoken, Gollum, or Redfall. Which one are you doing? I mean, I've played all but Gollum, and I think, like, Forspoken was actually playable uh, out yeah, of the Yeah, but you have three. to play it for 20 years. What are you playing? Play it for 20 years? Yeah, you're you're stuck on an island. It's the only game you got. Which one is it? Forspoken, Gollum, or Redfall? Which one are you playing? I still would probably go Forspoken just because of how it being like open world. There'd be stuff. There'd like there'd be stuff to do and try and experiment with. I don't know. I picked Redfall because if I paid for the DLC, I would have to wait for it. <laughs> At least I would have new content coming down the line. <laughs> well, no, no, it would give you hope. Like, yeah, right? yeah like, exactly. It's, right. It's, There's something to live for. Something to hold on to. They're they're gonna bring 60 FPS. <laughs> But I, but I but I also said, is it digital or physical disc? And he told me digital. I said, damn it, I can't break the disc and end my life. I have something to live for. <laughs> the 60 <laughs> FPS will be here eventually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 gosh. That's what keeps you from just jumping off a cliff. You're like, the one day, 
Yeah. One day they might. Maybe they'll come and find me. <laughs> Maybe they'll come and find me. Oh, gosh. This, man, this man's dehydrated and he only played Redfall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. They're like, my God, Jim. <laughs> Right, like Red, a... Falls, Red Falls a comedy. I would like to laugh if I was on an island by oh, myself. Right? That's freaking... I love that. That was funny. That's that's so good. Alright. Hang on. Yo, my man F the cat. Duncan Dave, says, we out here. Good to see you, Duncan. If you can't think of it that way, I mean, how am I getting power to my to the system? Come on, you can't say that I, I don't have Wi-Fi. On this hypothetical island that Big T asked, we have Wi-Fi. We can, we don't can update you... <laughs> Don't you hate when people do that? Like you're having a laugh and they're like, well, I mean, actually, how would you Not play really. a game without internet and electricity? Shut up, bro. <laughs> We're just having a laugh. Go say actually somewhere else. Actually. <laughs> oh, my gosh. First of all, how would I get on the island? And why would I bring those three crappy games? Right? I mean, come you on. <laughs> You just happened to bring an but, like, entire setup with a solar panel and a battery. You know, <laughs> you have everything you need. You know, just mysteriously. Oh gosh, that's funny. Uh, oh, mm. oh, Baldur's Gate. Um. Xbox Series S. I need Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, that was funny. Okay, let me send out my little tweet here. That's Purgatory. Uh, that sounds like hell to me. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, I would just play Game Pass, right? If I was on a deserted island. There you go plenty of games to play okay you guys seriously aren't gonna I, I, I can't believe this I can't grab the oh there we go y'all seriously aren't gonna give me 500 likes on 700 people here gee many freaking Christmas alright guys when we go to the next stream there's a link in chat Please go to this next stream and do everything you can to smash that like button. We love doing this weekly segment with Mike, and likes help immensely. Smash like on your way out from this stream. I'll also redirect you. Uh, If redirect doesn't work, it will be the featured video on the channel as well. Thanks so much for checking out another weekly segment, the Reforge Recap, where we talk about the week's gaming news with my good friend 30 and still gaming. His name should be clickable below in the description, so be sure to check out his channel, talk shows, and content as well. Every Friday, our second show, we kind of recap everything from the week, and we have a lot to talk about with respect to Starfield. There was leaked gameplay. They showed footage at Gamescom. They have wraps for your Xbox, and they announced some new features for the game, like New Game Plus. There's also been a lot of discussion surrounding the Series S parody and Baldur's Gate 3 and then Gamescom just thoughts in general. I'm going to end the previous stream if you want to see my thoughts about the parody clause getting dropped